Previously on The Game of Rassilon. My name is Ben Padden, and I am the Game Master. I am Melinda Catherine Gross, playing Amelia Earhart. Uh, hi, I am Dan Peck, and I will be playing Travis Killian, a 24-year-old librarian from 1998. I am Riley Silverman, and I am playing the Doctor. The TARDIS console picks up a, uh, a radio signal. Combat, conflict, and conquest are at the heart of The Cost of Progress, a new exhibit at the Museum of Human Advancement. All of these enclosures contain habitats. I don't want to get ahead of you, but am I guessing that the other habitats might include someone, perhaps like a pilot from the 1930s? That is a good is a good thing that you bring that up. She's banging on the glass and trying to get somebody's attention. Yeah. I don't know where I am. And then the next enclosure leads across to the 1990s. Oh God, am I in IKEA? I definitely shut down the the glass with that the console that I was hacking. Thank you for uh, getting us out. Um, I just need to know. Are we in space or the future? Uh, maybe both. I'm not sure. Uh, we're definitely in the future, uh, but uh, space also possible. You open the door revealing a, a large room, kind of like a, a server room, only instead of uh, banks of computer servers, there are instead pods. And sitting inside of each pod is a human wearing a nondescript white jumpsuit. And, and further down the line, you see two very familiar faces. It is Millie and Travis. point I, I don't know how exactly it works with story points on stuff mm-hmm. but i think this is when the doctor would use her sonic to scan one of them to see if they are in fact human or if they are the 3d printed figures as well michael can you remind me how the sonic works in game i gave you a post-it about this There's, uh, no you didn't because this is my copy of the, the the gm screen i have a post-it at home about this <laughs> <laughs> i would like to say that during the time that the doctor is taking out their sonic um that uh millie's gonna go up to the glass and put her hands up and like really look because she's very confused cool. at why this I, would be. there is no glass oh there's no glass on these cryopods oh well then it's just kind of gonna be a go up and then she's gonna try to touch one of them so. okay this is her, gonna sound herself. this is gonna sound as filthy as that but travis is poking himself <laughs> basically to see to yeah. feel if he's real feels- well that was really dirty i didn't think about that <laughs> until now well yeah i, I- genuinely thought you were gonna you were veering towards and then she leans in for a kiss Gee, like that's too much dang it this isn't harkness come on <laughs> <laughs> and then um, captain jack shows up. no oh, when Lord. when you put your uh when you, i guess you're like putting your hand up against your own yeah. face um yeah it, it just feels like skin it feels uh not cool to the touch not but not super duper warm just kind of i get i would describe it as warm enough okay is probably the best way to describe are the eyes it. open or closed uh closed okay um, I guess she'll kind of take a couple of steps back and breathing's a little heavier and she's surprisingly quiet considering. <laughs> I feel like this is a moment when the doctor would definitely pull out her Sonic and skin. Okay. So I think that she's just going to do that to whichever one is closest to her. Okay. Um, What's your wanna... Sonic look like? 
we have designed one. I don't know if we have it here. It's kind of hard to do. It's, it's, it's not like suit. It's not, it's not Sheffield steel. Um, it, it's one that we, we basically built it using pieces from Mike had one of those like build your own sonic kits and we basically built it with specific ones from that. So when we, I think by the time the episode airs, we'll probably have like tweeted pictures of it and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Well, actually, since it is up two and we haven't really talked about it, what are all of us wearing? What do we look like? You know, that's a great point. I'm sorry. I didn't even think to ask during the. Last episode. I almost did it, and then it felt like we're moving on because I thought that the fact that the doctor has her outfit might have stuck out to the guy from the nineties. So yeah, like, but then we moved on. <laughs> then like you were describing the scenes, and I had already been goofing on you a little bit, so I didn't want to like, interrupt again to be like, "Here's my outfit." Like, Idiot. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. Let's do that. Let's start with Millie. What are you wearing? Oh, shoot. brilliant. What Dan? What is no? Sorry. What is Mil- <laughs> Melinda, what is what is Millie wearing? Oh, um, I mean, Millie's going to be in kind of like standard brown palazzo pants, a white button down uh, shirt. I think that since she was milling around with the cockpit, she probably has her goggles and her and her uh, flight helmet, uh, the little kind of like leather mm-hmm. guy, on. Um, and uh, jacket most likely as well. If like, she was planning on taking like a flight jacket, yeah, flight jacket, yeah. yeah, like a brown. You know, we're talking like a little bit of that the, the fuzzy kind of, yeah, stuff the, going kind around. Of the woolen collar, kind of. Is it wool? I assume it's wool. Um, I think it's it depends on the manufacturer, depending on how much you wanted to spend. Um. But yeah, so kind of just like basic 1940s kind of stuff. We get uh, brown boots, you know, just cool basic stuff. Yeah, cool. Travis, what is Travis? Oh, Dan, what is Travis wearing? I Dan, don't know. What is Travis? Wearing? I have no fashion sense. No, I guess because he was working, just like a button down and khakis. I don't really like. That's not really his go-to look. But I, I, I don't remember what people wore in the 90s. Jeans was that a thing? I guess jeans. I I had I did have jeans and a denim jacket. So oh, not a good look. It was ninety nine, and I was thirteen years old. That's fine. I was older than that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, I guess just sort of like you know, I'm just like a librarian at this point. I kind of I feel like you could get away with like a button up shirt that maybe after hours you've undone the buttons to reveal some like pop culture t shirt underneath. For a little bit of personality. That's you go home and you you throw on your favorite yeah. shirt. That's what is your favorite shirt? Out of, what is Travis's favorite shirt? Out of curiosity. Oh, does he own any South Park t-shirts? I'm sure he does. <laughs> it's like '98 is like peak South Park merchandise. Uh, yeah, but if it was like my hometown, we didn't get Comedy Central for two more years. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I pass. I don't know. <laughs> the scale of one to sweater vest. What are you rocking? Like that's really the. <laughs> no, no. This is just like. This is just like an old navy button down. Yes. Just you know. Just, Pleats in the pants, probably. Yes! <laughs> we got a cardigan situation happening here? Yeah, on a scale of one to sweater? Probably not, because it's October, and it wasn't cold enough inside the library to be wearing it at the time, but maybe there's a cardigan waiting for me. Oh. What, what if you were wearing it tied around your waist? No, definitely would never do that Tied look. around your shoulders. Never do that look, yeah. either. Not while no. working. Tied around no. your ankles. Uh, that would trip you. It was actually tied around the car antenna. He, oh, like a flag on the car. No. I dig it. And I guess let's, let's jump straight into the doctor. What is the doctor's? Sure. Let's jump into the doctor. Jump into the well, doctor. Well, fine, we first. Now I'm doing your voice again. Ah. All right. So the doctor, because of the fact that she was like stranded in the 90s for a very brief amount of time, I think that she kind of modeled her look off of that. So she is wearing a. She has a longer kind of like a long line blazer type coat. Mm-hmm. So it's because I, I love the doctor has to have a long coat. I think it's like that's just like. Not unlike having to be British, she has to have a long coat. Uh, but the design on the outside of her coat, and I wanna, I wanna like be kind of 
vague with this because I want people who do fan art to be able to have fun with it and do different things. But basically, the uh, the long coat is designed like different pants of various classic doctors. Oh, so it. right now, I think she's probably wearing like it looks like like Troughton's plaid pants. So yeah, what you're suggesting is. If your doctor regenerates and that doctor's like, you know what, I think I'm going to go back to the pants I was wearing when I was the fourth doctor. And I was going, who cut holes out of... Oh, it was me. Okay, when I was making that coat. <laughs> Damn. So she, yeah, so she has this coat and then she's wearing like a circle skirt and a like white, like like a, like a V-neck t-shirt with a, with a, like a pinstripe or like, like, like a suit type vest over it mm-hmm. and she has a, a pair of like really cool doc martens and like some thick socks dig it and uh yeah so she and like about like and she's like she's very 90s like she's just like rocking it so yeah perfect uh, yeah and i think she probably has a um she does i i like dr dr scarves so i think she does have like a loose scarf it's or yeah it's like it's not it's not the full like tom baker scarf but it's maybe more like the Paul McGann uh, Night of the Doctor scarf, like kind of gotcha. like that, but, but like but like more more loose on her neck, kind of hanging down, kind of like almost like an Avril Lavigne like tie, but it's a scarf. It's <laughs> yes. like, I think it's we're like still ascot because av- yeah, sort of. It's, it's not it's not an ascot. It is definitely like a like a like a cloth, like a okay. fabric scarf, but it's like hanging down like that, and it just kind of cool and punky and like I think we're a little bit too early for the Levine tie era. I think yeah. that was more like early two so thousands. You've but. yet to. Um, find yourself needing to ask uh, why you have to go make things so complicated. Right, exactly. Gotcha. I, 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 I figured out what his favorite like shirt is yeah. at home. It is uh, a shirt that's the album cover of Green Day Dookie. <laughs> nice. Nice. I dig it. Is that a boot? Did that bootleg show, or did he find no. it like a hot topic? No, well, hot topic wasn't around, but um... oh, I most certainly was. But thank you. Ninety-eight. <laughs> okay. In ninety-eight, yeah, it was because I remember I had. So I remember when I was in. This is not podcast we'll move on back to the show but uh <laughs> my mom like went in to buy me a thing from hot topic and like she hated the inside of hot topic so much that she made me go wait for her in the mall because she was like afraid she was gonna lose it and like she like made me go stand out in the mall because she didn't want to yell at me for making her be in the and later on, i was like why didn't you just give me the money and have me go in and, and buy this shirt and she's like because i didn't think of it at the time but that would have been the way to do it so yeah so. See, I, I think hot topic was still gothy at that point it, yes. but so it was I, like so... gothy but also like also they had like a weird like because that was like the swing revival was towards the end of the late 90s yeah like Ooh. the mid 90s so like it was like what I, the, the shirt she was getting was like a bowling shirt that had like pant like le- leopard print on the collar <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah! Travis's shirt. I was is... trying to be a Scott kid so badly. Travis's shirt is from Spencer Gifts. Oh no! Oh yeah, wow. that checks out. There we go. That mm. takes you back. Okay, so yeah, so <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, send a story point to do the scanneroo. All right, so I yeah, I scan. Uh, I, I I marked it already. Uh, I scanned uh, whichever one's closest to me. So I assume Travis at this point. Yeah, I think Millie's in the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, this uh, this kind of facsimile copy of uh, of Travis. Um, Seems human in the sense of like if you had to make a list of things that are human and check them off of a list, but just make a checklist of human traits, it checks all of those traits. Uh, but like as a as a bare minimum, like they have skin and organs and brain t- tissue, but none of it's in the right place, and it's not necessarily complete or uh, functional. It's 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 been assembled to look enough like a human that it could conceivably be identified as as one if it were to be left in say you know left as say remains um yeah that's what you ascertain well, what i'm finding I, what i'm scanning is is the 
the things being built in the pods the same as the people standing in mm-hmm. front of me. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if if Travis and Millie are the real Travis and Millie, or were they already created in these pods and put no. in these things? Travis and Millie and the other two people who are with you, who are the um, uh, the cyborg and the guy with the prosthetic, prosthetic arm, uh, they're all people. They're all very real. Okay. Um, but uh, the people in the pods are... I the, the words I really want to say is they're almost people, but they, we can't call them that for very obvious reasons. Um, they're just kind of... Uh, okay, my my big yeah. question is, I I I I can understand what the people in the pods are. Yeah, I was making sure that I've been talking to real people this yeah. whole time and not like a previous generation of the same recreation. Yeah, these like I, I want to stress this: Travis, Millie, the two uh uh cyborgs and prosthesis prosthesis people you're with, they're all real. They're not grown. Well, Ben, they're actually fictional characters in a role playing <laughs> game. I need you to leave. Now. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. And just then, the doctor regenerates. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> so we're the genuine articles. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is that? I ask the doctor. Um. <laughs> so you know when you um, okay, you, you're from the nineties. Um, Napster. You know Napster, correct? Uh, uh, and the the guy with the prosthesis goes, I- I'm 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 yeah. Wait, is your name Napster? Well, I mean, that's my last name. My, my first name's Kazar, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Um, so basically, uh, they're creating duplicates of you. Um, I'm not sure what for. Oh, no, yet. I got that. I meant, what's that thing in your hand? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's an iPod. Um, <laughs> it's a screwdriver. It's designed, it's, it's, it does a lot of things. Um, it's for screwing things in and out and also for opening, closing and, and data. And it's, it's like, I wish you were older. Um, Screwdriver is the only word that I seem to recognize coming out of your mouth, lady. So uh, what is going on here? Well, it appears that someone... Maybe maybe they knew that your cooperation wasn't going to be very long-lasted in the chambers, and so they decided to maybe create replicas of you. Oh, no, no. I got it. You said... You said remains would test that to be human. So... They are planning on inserting these recreations back into the timeline so people will look for them and then they will have you in the mo- That's what's ha- Okay. So it appears that the museum that we are currently visiting, uh, the, uh, the people in charge of it are pulling creatures from the timeline and then replacing them with corpses and remains, uh, back in the present day that they were taken from to, bless you, to, Remove suspicion upon their, uh, their education, uh, abductions. Uh, that would be particularly a problem for you, and I need, think we need to figure out, um, yes, um, great, quite. There is, um, there's one thing I, I forgot to mention that you did, that you were able to discern with the sonic screwdriver, mm-hmm. and that is that their, their rate of decay or, or decomposition is just slightly faster than normal human tissue. Uh, anyway, the building explodes and you will die. Oh, well, that's cool. a good note. I don't know why that's my go-to dumb thing to it's say. The game, during... It's for every role-playing yeah, game, I and I do it too. Is. I yeah. need to stop doing that. Um, although, at that moment, uh, there are a bunch of uh, security guys. Of course there are. Uh, with big old assault rifles uh, barge into the room, and one of them uh, looks at the group and says, You! You're all under arrest. Of course. Come with me. Wait, you're going to arrest people who were already being held captive? No, no, I'm arresting... 
the three of you, they're not, listen, they're not being held captive anymore, but they are under arrest now. And so are you, you just come with us. Like hell we will. And she's going to take a swing at the closest one. Are we doing, are we doing this? Okay. I mean, I am. To be fair. The doctor didn't tell her to not punch anyone. <laughs> you bet, and I'm impulsive. I, I, as hell. I do believe that I laid a no punching rule across the board. Um, okay. Um, but here, so here's the scene. You guys are in the room with the the kind of the the the, the cryopods, like the the the, the the like the the Tupperware containers full of copies of people, mm-hmm. um, and you've got security guards who've just come in. They're all pointing rifles at you. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call this a conflict scene. Okay. So um, I want. The way the conflict works in this game is, uh, whereas with, with a game like Dungeons and Dragons, everyone would roll initiative and that would determine the, the, the turn order. With the Doctor Who role playing game, everyone declares their intent and then the order goes talkers, runners, doers, which is a non-combat action, and then fighters. So you've declared your intent to punch one of the security guys. I would really genuinely love to punch one of the security guys. So that is going to be the last thing that happens in this sequence of events. That is completely fair. So, um, uh, the Doctor and Travis, what would you guys like to do in this situation? I'm, I'm the Doctor. I'm, I'm going to be a talker. Okay. I think I'm also going to be a talker, but the Doctor would probably talk first. Okay. Um, uh, I think it may be more fun if you talk first. <laughs> for story-wise. <laughs> Absolutely, sure. Travis. Think, uh, by all means, lead on. Um... I'm not from around here. My hands are up. Um, could why are we under arrest? What did we do wrong? Well, you broke out of the exhibits, and that's I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Not allowed. Uh, on whose authority? The head of acquisition. Okay, cool. So you're not a police force. So I'm gonna say I I'm would, not under arrest. I would say that we're more of a militia, and I would also like to point you to our very big and incredibly expensive guns that are all kind of pointed. At you right now. Yeah, I'm from. I don't know what year this is. I'm from the past. I, that could be another camera for all I know. Doctor, you know, <laughs> is a very good time for you to leap in. Oh, it's definitely a gun. Um, okay. Um, so, just when were they ever given a list of rules they had to follow in order to not break them and thus be breaking the rules? Like, it feels like there's a bit of a step, logical leap happening here. They were kidnapped. Being kidnapped is, I'm going to go ahead and check. Yep, against the rules. Yep, not allowed. Well, you know what happens to... I mean, you're breaking the rules. Maybe we're breaking the rules. Best person to talk to about this would be the head of acquisitions, which is where we're going to take you. Okay, can we do that without the guns? I mean, you can. We've got guns. We're set. We're good for guns, thanks. We don't have any extras. You guys... No, no, I want less guns. I, I, I will go with you, because I want to talk to your boss anyway. I just want to do it without the guns pointed. Okay, so um, give me uh, presence plus convince on that one. Okay, can I also talk toss in charming? Yeah, charming gives you a plus two, I think. Okay. That puts me at a uh, 17. 17? Uh, he, uh, he looks at you, and he looks at his gun, and he looks at you, and he looks at his gun again, and he... Uh, Lifts the gun up and gives it just a very tender kiss on the the magazine, and then he it's got a strap, so he slings it around on his back and he he does a little hand motion to indicate to the, all the other security guards that they should do the same thing. So they all kiss their guns first too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else, all of the other security guards, kind of look at him with a bewildered look on their face uh, and kiss their gun for fear of what might happen if they don't also do that. Okay, um, this is and, the notorious kissy gun militia. <laughs> 
the oh, little cats, kiss, cats and kissy yeah, guns. Is this a German tradition? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he says, right, this way. Okay. So I start to follow. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume, and by assume I mean hope very much, that Millie's not going to punch anyone now? No, not now. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so the security leads you down a hallway into a great glass elevator. Oh, wow. Uh, which goes up the side of a building, and you you see you you see you've been in a building. You are on Earth. You are in a, a very large city that looks a little, but not a lot, like a mega city from uh, possibly a very popular science fiction comic book, but not that for various legal reasons. Um, and you uh, you got the side of this building, um, and the door opens. Do I have a sense of dread at any point while I'm on this? Um, I I think that's a good judgment to make. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the door the door opens into uh, a very large very nice um office there's a there's a, a very nice wooden desk that is made of uh, kind of very finely polished mahogany mm. there are bookshelves covered in leather books that have probably never been read by any human person on the planet um and uh sitting at the desk uh is uh, a man in a finely tailored suit with hair that um, that he would tell you is is every bit as full and luxurious as it was when he was in his 20s, though there's about two decades worth of combs and hairbrushes that might disagree with that assessment. He's neither thin nor fat, and he has the look and demeanor of a man who believes that his words carry weight despite all evidence to the contrary. And uh, he looks at you all and says, Well, I see these are the people who've been giving giving us some trouble. You have been causing some disturbances in the museum, I am led to believe. Well, you've been causing some disturbances in history. That's, I mean, that's really neither here nor there. It's literally here and there exactly as a thing. I, I admire your attempt at wordplay. You failed, but, I mean... I, Bravo I, for having a go. I think I think I think I think, I think she I think yeah. you got it. I think, I think you got it. Yeah, yeah. we high five. Yeah, 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 we high five. <laughs> <laughs> Is this oh. the one in charge? Uh, yeah, uh I'm I'm the. He thinks so. I think she's in charge, and I point to the oh, doctor. No, I, I asked. <laughs> no, 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 to the doctor. Yeah, no, and I in charge. And I reiterate, like, saying yeah, that no, this man is neutered. Yes. The doctor's in charge. He would definitely say yes. Um. Okay. So. Neither here nor there. You had a point you were making. Let's go to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. I have to say, I'm just. I'm disappointed. We 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 pulled these individuals out of the timeline. We gave them a, a habitat in which to live, and we were uh, all set up to provide them with with food and leisure leisure facilities, and uh, that we made sure that everything was period appropriate. A cage we, is a cage, Sonny. Mm-hmm. I I mean. But it's not, a, there weren't any bars, and you had a couch. Like, I don't know many cages that have couches in them. I, I'm just disappointed that you chose to leave, and I'm even more disappointed in you. You're, sorry, you were, your name was the Doctor. Doc- I'm the Doctor. The, the Doctor. Is that, that, is that supposed to impress me? Am I supposed to be in any way, shape, or form impressed by that as a title? Oh, I'm not really looking to impress people who kidnap people. Well, I, one man's kidnapping is another man's uh, talent acquisition. Well, usually talent managers do have contracts and pitches and recruitment. Oh, processes. I mean, absolutely. Completely agree with all of that stuff. 
while these two are, are bantering about, I kind of want to just do a little look around the room. Specifically, what I want to look for is any indica- indicator to where my plane might be. Okay. So, like, if there's, like, a window outside where I can kind of, like, peek or look for, you know, just any kind of, of indicator of, like, a, a hangar, like, map, where that would be. So yeah, brilliant. Like um, you don't, I mean, you kind of, you can see kind of the ground below you. The The building isn't isn't super duper tall okay um but uh you don't get the impression that there's anywhere nearby that is a hang or is large enough to contain uh any kind of aircraft you just you're kind of in the middle of um i guess the, the kind of the closest approximation in your mind would be a city kind of like new york but bigger and yeah. and and just kind of it, it's just a city of, of steel and 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 very utilitarian kind of boxy square buildings and okay. um it's 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 other than kind of the, the the kind of the gentle uh like new york scaled up vibe it doesn't really look like any city that you've really kind of seen or experienced before and you can okay. very clearly get the indication that this is not yeah you're not in kansas anymore yeah if indeed you were in kansas to begin with i don't know where I mean, that's entirely fair was um but yes he uh um the, the gentleman continues we have contracts uh, with a number of uh, organizations, governments around the world. We have pitches. We have we have pitch videos. Um, we are the organization. We're called Epoch Talent. Yeah. Uh, my okay. name is Russell Turner. I am the head of uh, talent acquisition, and it is my job to make sure that people uh, such as such as these individuals are uh, are kind of plucked out of near the end of their timeline normally near near the time when they would have when history records that they went missing or died and uh, i'm sorry what and it's a small detail how about about that yeah and let's look at at travis for a moment like uh what (laughs) and we um i think the word i think you're from near this era so this word might make some sense to you the word is upcycling we we take uh we take assets from the past that don't really, that we're about to lose their value and we ensure that they are able to, uh, they acquire further value, uh, in our time. Let me, let me explain this to you in, 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 in simple terms. The, for, take, take for example, the, uh, the, the triangle shirtwaist factory fire. Um, dozens of people died factory workers uh, uh, 123 women 23 men all of these people with with good skills that were you know they were trained for a particular purpose and if we allowed history to run its course they're gone they are snuffed out and those skills are wasted they just vanish that's not right and that's not fair to them what we do gives them a new lease on life it extends their life far further into the future than they ever thought possible. But you don't give them a choice. You're still, you're still treating them like belongings. Like you're treating them as if they are assets. You've called them assets. Your name is asset acquisition. You, you are not talking about human beings in a way that, that reflects their sentience. If you were to ask any person from any point in history whether they wanted to have a tomorrow or not, I think I know what answer they would give. Not if it's With- in a cage. I don't consider what we do to be a cage. Well, they were in it, and they can say, okay, fine, let's turn your office into one of them and see how you feel about it. What? 
I like the sound of that. Yeah. Let's pluck you out of your fancy office with your wooden desk, put you in a plastic cell with a glass window, and have children come point at you and, and mock you while you are being set with someone you don't even know. I don't I don't actually need that kind of life. Also, I'm fine. I'm healthy. I'm not going to die anytime soon. And you know what? If Neither one of them think they're okay, going to. Okay, okay. Why does he keep saying that? That's considering my, very unsettling. Considering my tool set, considering my knowledge base, if I were to be plucked out of history near the end of my lifetime to be put to further use for this company, you know what? I would be perfectly fine with that. I would be okay. Now you, the three of you have put me in a very, in a very tricky situation. You see, the museum exhibit that we've opened up, the, uh, the, uh, the cost of progress, the age of war that we have, we've set up, um, as well as being a museum, gives people a, a chance to look at the history. And I'm, I'm personally, I'm a huge fan of that, uh, the Apple jukebox. That thing looks tremendously heavy to have logged around. I'm amazed that your people, uh, put up with it so long before switching to what we use now, which is, uh, a small, chip at the base of the skull but you've put us in a very very precarious position because now you guys you you got out you're free you could have stayed in the exhibit you could have lived a life you could have been happy but now you have to suffer the same fate as pretty much everyone else we pluck out of history and it's one of the reasons why i'm perfectly happy to tell you exactly why you know this has happened and explain what we do because boys down in the lab are busy firing up a device right now that uh, we're going to we're going to walk you down there and uh, erase your memories and we're just going to put you guys we're just going to put you guys to work you know i mean you work in aviation i'm sure that we can find something for you and you're a librarian that's a pretty standard skill set i mean we obviously don't have books now we use mostly digital files but the principle the core principle is the same well what, sure. what what are all those behind you I honestly don't know. It's mostly... They came with the office. I'm assuming they're some kind of tree. I. They look nice. So you, Are they not naturally occurring? You don't actually know anything about the 20th century, do you? I'm not paid to know anything about the 20th century. I'm just paid to know who's the most valuable okay, well, people of that time. Then period. you will not be aware of one of the most important factual stories that happened during the 20th century when an eccentric billionaire tried to clone dinosaurs and put them in a theme park and the dinosaurs broke free I'm sorry, and but ate no. the billionaire. Just let him do it. And buddy, we're a pack of dinosaurs right now and I think we're going to eat you. Okay. Oh, I, well, you just went a step further than I was going <laughs> to. I, I absolutely, Is that my cue? I absolutely need you to do to presence, anyway. <laughs> presence and... God, is this convince or subterfuge? This is subterfuge, right? Yeah. yeah. You're the game master, but... Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah this is... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to make this presence and subterfuge. So I also have... Uh, while you're, skill while you're expert, doing that, yes. uh, I want you to roll your thing, but while you're doing that, do you still have that cell phone that you were given by the... Uh, I give it back to you. Okay, I, I still I have yes. it. Okay, cool. Yes. I have a thing I'm going to do, but I'll let him do his thing while I'm playing with that. I'm going to just double... Ch- I'm just going to... Uh... So we determine my expert skill no, in yeah, pop culture? No, yeah, this is going to be convinced. This is not going to be subterfuge. Um, do I get any bonus for my pop culture expertise? Uh... I feel like this is the time to use it. Yeah, like... Yeah. I mean, he effortlessly recounted actual 90s history. I mean... 
He's well, reviewing if it's current events, documents. does it count as pop culture? What are your, what are your traits? What do you have? <laughs> uh, my good are facing the crowd, keen uh-huh. senses, major, sense of direction, devotion, and reliable. My bad are clumsy, uh, insatiable curiosity, and procrastinator. And my special is expert. Okay. Um, and experts on, like, 90s pop culture, right? On all pop culture, yes. Okay, yeah, Up to I'll my time. You, I'll <laughs> give you plus two for the, for the Jurassic Park reference. Though. Okay. So it's presence and convince, you said? Uh, presence and convince, yeah. So with that plus two, I'm going yeah. to have an eight going into the roll. Uh, that is an eight on the roll as well. So 16. 16. Uh, I've got to do a counter roll for Russell Turner. Uh, which I'm going to give, I'm going to make that awareness and I guess knowledge makes sense for him. Reroll that. Uh, that is awareness is six, knowledge is four, and then the dice is a four and a three. So that is 10, 14, 15, 16, 17. What did you roll? 16. Yeah. He, he looks at you and he says, I've seen. All 27 Jurassic Park movies. What? Oh, yeah. The one where they just have the beefy muscle men who with raptor heads. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> Jurassic Moon. Sorry. I had to say it. Okay. <laughs> while, while, I, while, he, while he's doing that, I have pulled out that cell phone. Mm-hmm. And knowing that the doctor has definitely shown the canonical ability to hack into cell phones and make uh-huh. them do alien things, uh, I am going to send a signal from my phone... Mm-hmm to the chip in his neck to suddenly blast him with audio I, to incapacitate him. Rad, I love that. Rad. That rad. is fantastic. Uh, I am, I'm, uh, there should definitely be a story point cost for that. I'm you can say. have one of mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make that a cost of, uh, oh, what is a story point? Uh, I was going to roll for it, but if you want to do a story point, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sp- spend some story points on okay. that. Um, because that's, that's pretty, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, we'll call that. Well, can it be, should it be the two for, I can, I can use the Sonic to do it. But I don't uh, want the Sonic to be this solve, problem solver. Yeah. No, I think you solved that problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll kudos to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you spend two story, so he's now confused. Uh, what, like, is that the, the John Williams Jurassic Park theme playing? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, why not? Yes! But I think, I, my, my point is to, like, so he can't even, like, focus. Like, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm doing. Well, the video that I recorded like, was the guy getting punched, going, do it for the vibe! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I play that. Yeah. I'm punching the guy and saying, do it for the vines, and I, uh, I actually yell to Millie, do it for the vines! <laughs> Deal! And then I want to, Slug. <laughs> you slug him. All right, give me, uh, give me strength and God. What is that going to be? Is that going to be? It's not going to be athletics, is it? To punch someone, probably. Or marksman. Is <laughs> it a cold shot? That's not it's probably going to be athletics, fighting. isn't it? Like strength and athletics. Oh, fighting, fighting. Yeah. Oh, be... fighting. Yeah, sorry, I always forget that one's there. Yeah, strength <laughs> and fighting. It's so funny going from this game from like more traditional tabletops yeah. like to this system. I, I will, like, I will yeah. say though, just amazingly, this one round of quote unquote combat. I think we've now determined our roles in this party like a hundred percent oh yeah i don't know if she would want you to punch john or instead punch the guard who's probably right closer to us because there are guards with guns in this room okay. so that might be it might be more like get the guys with guns off of us before i go take care of the guy who's I, kind of defense at this point i say this with all the love in the world that was not made clear okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's time for me to be madam punch face let's do this oh oh but i'm a lucky girl i, I got a double 
people. Oh yeah, that was a snake eyes. For I those got a snake eyes, but here. I'm a lucky lucky girl. Uh, so I get to re-roll. Thank right. God. So my strength in fighting got me up to a six. Thirteen for my punch face towards our punch uh, Mr. Russell. Yes. Yeah, Madam punch face. That hits. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what the difference is with my eyeballs. I imagine it's like. I don't know how punching works in this game. Because it's, you know what? I've ne- it's never come up in any of the games I've played. That's insane. I'm imagining, by the way, it's like a boxer's punch where it's just kind of like boop and it's like the fist is immediately back yes. by your face. It's kind of like. Because yeah. I would imagine he's he's probably not going to do a counter roll because he's okay. Here's how I'm going to do this. He's he's so he's confused by the music, so he's or the, by the the vine that's yeah. playing. So he's going to be <laughs> confused. Yeah. Um. So he's not going to do a counter roll for okay. like defense or anything. So I'm just saying he's just going to go down unconscious. Oh my nose! Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh. And now you're in an office with him and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of armed guards mm-hmm. at the door. Uh, who now do have their weapons pointed at you? Yeah, but we've got the cybernetic guys who can take him. Oh, I've for forgotten us. about those guys. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, two more people here. in the room. Um, Finally, a little action <laughs> in here. <laughs> um, uh, Kazar Napster, uh, <laughs> for that is his name, uh, says. Uh, uh, oh, now and what? his brother Limewire <laughs> says, uh, "Now what?" Like. We- we we can't get past those guys with the guns, and they're not going to let us out. We just you just clocked that guy in the face. Was that what not what I was supposed to do? I I had him taken care of. Um, oh, it's, sorry. It's okay. Um, oh, no use crying over knocked out uh, businessmen. Um, I like this one. Um, <laughs> so are the guards in the office, or are they like outside the doors? Uh, they are. They're kind of in the door, kind of facing you guys. Okay, because um, they definitely heard uh, uh, Russell Turner kind mm-hmm. of. He probably yelped with shock when he when yeah. the vine started looping in his in yeah. his brain. What do they all uh, do? They all have chips in their brains in this moment, or just him? Um, I, 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 you know what? If you want to spend an extra story point, well, because you did make it imply that it's yeah. sort of like, oh no, oh, you know that this is sort of just like what people have. Like yeah. you'd have yeah. a phone, everyone just has it. But it's to be sto- it's, it's fair yeah. to Ben be like, I didn't say that at the moment. So like, yeah. if I want to, yeah. I, I, if you I get that. Want to spend that. an extra um, story point to kind of. Spread that out to the rest of that security. Yeah, force. I think I think that I think that she'll hit a button and do that. Okay. I, I will make it an extra action as opposed to okay. like I, I don't want to retcon when I already did. So. Okay, so yeah, you spend an extra story point, and they all uh, they all now have the vine looping in their heads, and they're kind of clutching their skulls. Cool. Yeah, kind of. Some of them are screaming because I, if I was forced to watch a vine on loop in my <laughs> own brain, I would probably scream too. Yeah, so I have it on repeat. I now am gonna look for a computer in his office that has like. A reset, something I can send them back. If he's the, if he's the head of acquisition, he might have the acquisition device or something, or or at least I want to know where to go to get to it. Um, yeah, uh, you you head to the computer and uh, yeah, give me uh, ingenuity and technology to hack the computer. Okay. Okay, that is going to be a nineteen. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm going to make that a yes and. Okay. Uh, good improv. Uh, you uh, zip. You have a full schematic of the. Uh, of the, the the museum that you're in, mm-hmm. there's a room that is marked a uh, temporal capture machine room. Okay. On the map. Okay. Uh, I am going to before we leave the room because mm-hmm. we're definitely going to run down some corridors to get to that. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of Russell uh, T- Turner. 
mm-hmm. and save it on my smartphone because I have a fun game to play later. Okay. Uh, and so I'm going to, uh, and I'm going, uh, does he have like a badge or a name tag or anything? No, he's just wearing a very, very nice suit. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to then, uh, I am going to look on the guards and see if they have like a badge or any sort of like key card or anything like that. Uh. Oh, actually, let, 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 um, let Dan do his thing. And, yeah, yeah, and, Dan, what are you what are you up to? Okay, so Travis is going to run up to the books mm-hmm. uh, behind the desk, and he's going to be doing two things simultaneously. One, pulling books to see if there's a secret room that is activated, <laughs> okay. but more to the point, wants to see what these books are. Um, they are okay. So you you're pulling books off of shelves. And well, nothing I, is happening. Well, like pulling one, waiting for a secret hatch to open. <laughs> Then flipping through that book yeah. to get a sense of what it um, is. No, don't don't read future books. Um, no, no, it's fine because literally every page of this book is just Laura Mipsum. It's there's no, <laughs> there's no actual text in. Okay. It's like a home fill. The, um, the, there's a sticker on the back that's like an IKEA like fake book sticker, but they cost like three hundred dollars because of inflation and time. Okay, that's how money works? Like yeah, this. and out loud, I'm like, oh, that's really a letdown. Okay, <laughs> what do you need me to do? Um, well, hang on, can I? <laughs> Can I put the map on the Sonic without using story points? Like, yeah, pretty, um, okay. yeah, I mean, uh, do you have like photographic memory or anything like that? I, am, I don't know if I do. I can't remember. I, I don't think I do. Oh, I have a good sense of direction. Oh, then yeah. Okay, um, so I show him the map. Nice. And, okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. It's on my, it's on my trade sheet. Um, cool. <laughs> and then uh, I go, okay, let's go to the TCM. Okay, then, before you do that, uh, can everyone give me a... Give me presence and knowledge. Is this to notice something? Yeah. Because I have keen senses as a major. Yeah, trait. give yourself a plus two for keen okay. senses. So I'm sorry. I had that as well. Uh, with my pluses, I have 14. 14? Yeah. 16. 16? 18. Okay. So far, my base has been 11 on every single. Does The the numbers that you're giving me to roll plus that is always been 11. Okay. Uh, okay, you're good. You don't see anything. Out of the ordinary. Darn it. Okay. I hate it when GMs do that, and now it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that high okay. of a difficulty. Okay. So we go running down the corridor. Yeah, you go um, running running through the corridors into back into the elevator down uh, into a lower level. Mm-hmm. Um and uh using uh Travis's keen senses, you find your way into the TCM room where there is a uh kind of a like a, a Star Trek style transporter pad for one person. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and standing off to the side of it is uh a guy at a terminal. Um he is uh uh he shaves his head, but he's got just a little bit of stubble, and it's clear. You get the impression this is a guy who shaves his head because it's receded a little bit, but not a lot. So he's- <laughs> who would do that? <laughs> Don't look at pictures of me online. <laughs> 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 uh, but he's very, very he's he's very well built. He's got like a square jaw. He's got like a little bit of a chin dimple. You're just describing me to the T. No. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he looks like someone cut, like brought a Dorito to life um, in terms of physic. Physique, Um, and he looks at you as you enter the room, and he goes, uh, "What are you doing here?" Uh, they're sending us home. They're, send- they're sending you home. Yeah, that sounds right. We don't send people home. It's not what we do. But there was a mistake, and uh, there were- the people they brought were actually uh, fixed points in time, and so they need to send them back to keep the timeline pure. What she said? What the bloody hell are you talking about? We're riddled with disease. <laughs> so is that above table or is that in character? In character. I mean, some of us, uh, some of us keep it to ourselves, not surely, but okay. 
they 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 they're sending us home because they forgot to properly uh, um, immunize everyone. He he just looks at you. <laughs> uh, give, definitely give me presence and convince on that. And if you have charm, please. I don't. I don't. Oh. <laughs> um. That's uh. Five and a six. I'm eleven. Oh. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> On a scale of like one to, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna try. Can I try to charm him? Like, is that like a thing um, that I can try to do? Or? You you can try in a minute because that okay. was that was a that yeah. was a that was a no and yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. He 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 looks at you and he says, "Right, wait, right there." And he def- he clearly like reaches and presses a button under the. Uh, under the, I cough. Uh, the terminal, <laughs> and as soon as that happens, a single security guard with a gun uh, walks in and uh, and points it all at you. Now they're wearing a helmet, so you can't see their face. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look at you, and the the the, the guy operating the the terminal side says, "Blimey, you got here quick." Yeah, they uh, it's about some nonsense about being fixed points in time or whatever. They say they're supposed to go. Home. I think they're lying. We need to get the big boss down here now. Um, and the security guard walks over and says, uh, before we do that, I, f- I found this. And he hands a little, a little, like a, a like a sphere, like a ball, kind of like a thermal detonator from Star Wars, pop culture references for the win. Um, and, uh, hands it over. And the, the guy operating the terminal kind of holds it for a minute. And then it beeps and shoots out a little, like, kind of like a little mechanical, like a little, <laughs> a little blip. It starts blinking that is attached to his name, attached to his neck. And he looks at the guard and goes, what are you playing at, you? And then he transmats away. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the security guard turns to you and pulls off her helmet. And it is a, uh, a, a woman with, how would we describe this woman's hair? I hadn't thought she about it. She has it. She has it. That's exciting. Sort of long, unkempt. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to just give sort of the idea behind this lady? Yeah. This is, this is, um, I feel like that's probably best imparted through just I mean, playing yeah. through the story. Meet the lady. Um, yeah. she, she pulls off her helmet and she says, uh, uh, we don't have much time. We have to destroy this machine now. Okay, but we need to send these people home, but they don't belong here. Right, but we've got to stop them from being able to pull more people. So I'm just going to go ahead and destroy this thing now. Let and- me send I- them back and then you can do whatever you need to do with it. I don't want, this is an abomination. I don't want it here, but we don't, I don't want to force them. It's going to be very bad if she stays in this time period. Okay, all right. Listen. Why me? Listen. I can't. Spoilers. Uh, listen, I... listen, listen to me for a moment, okay? I, I was also plucked out of time. I, I, uh, I was in the 70s. I was at a Vietnam protest and I got pulled out of time. I've been here for, I don't know how long, maybe a couple of, couple of years. I was able to escape. Well, who are you then? Uh, my name is Ria. Uh, and I've been working with a small resistance group who, uh, have been We've been trying to bring down Epoch Talon. We know what they're doing, and we've been trying to bring them down. I've been able to get inside, and I've been working undercover. You guys have kind of forced my hand. We've been working on this plan for months and months, and I've kind of been watching you guys and seeing what you do. It's a weird blend of, like, incredible audacity and just sheer incompetence that is amazing to watch. But it ha- I've, I've That had is to, kind of my brand. I've had to bring <laughs> my plan forward. Like, we... We need to stop what is happening from happening. We need to stop them from bringing people forward. I've got to destroy this machine. I'm sorry. If we destroy this, does time travel exist? Like, can we go home another way? I don't know. Not my problem. I don't get to go home either. 
There's we we've got to do this. Does everyone in this room? And I'm, I'm looking at the cyborgs and looking. Does everyone in this room consent to destroying the this machine to save the the universe, or do you need to go back? Because I don't want to force the, that. The universe. I'm just trying to save people. I get that. There is a reason. This is this this technology is barbaric, and this could cause many more problems than beyond the few humans that are here. I'm telling you, this is not something we want to leave in anyone's hands. I'm with you on that. But I want to give them the opportunity to go home first. I can't take that choice from them like some, like like Russell did. I can't hang around and have this conversation. There's there's going to be security here any minute. I've got to act now. I'm sorry. And she starts to walk over to the machine, pulling something If out you pull that lever, you're just as bad as Turner. Ace. I'm sorry. I've got to do what I've got to do. And she has pulled out this device uh, that she she sticks to the side of the of the 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 the, the TCM, the time capture machine, which I keep forgetting what that's what it's called. <laughs> and then she has in her other hand she has the detonator, and she's ready to go. She's like, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Just give us a few minutes. Let me save these people. Barcode, who hasn't spoken because I'm very bad at remembering <laughs> that there are other people in this game, mm-hmm. says, "Firstly, she sounds exactly like me." Which is weird. <laughs> it's almost like the GM isn't bothering to do character voices. Like he has a little bit of a sore throat and doesn't want to lean into it too hard. It's kind of weird. Secondly... Oh, we have time for that. We don't have time for... Okay. Secondly... Listen. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't tell you this often enough, but shut up for a minute. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good new. <laughs> I love Doctor Who. <laughs> Can it, Cushing? Um, uh, but uh, I've just realised I've never named the, the girl with the cyborg implants. He's barcode, but it's written like B four R C zero D three. Ew. Okay, now I'm going to tell you to shut up. <laughs> and he says, he says, look, if we, if what Turner said is true, if we were plucked out of out of time at the end of our timelines, we're going. We would be going back to death. I don't want, I personally, I don't want that. I would rather live free in the 53rd century than go back and die in the 21st. Well, okay. that's really easy for you to say. You're the one who is, who's used to the, the, the technology and saying I'm not allowed to shout in your ear and all that kind of stuff. Some of us, some of us might not be ready to die and some of us might want to be going home to what? our husbands and our girlfriends and our planes. Where's my damn airplane? Okay, two things. Firstly, you do make a lot of good points, but what in the name of God's anus does my implant have to do with any of... What is wrong with you? I don't know God? what's wrong with me. I have no idea what's going on. Suddenly what? there's robots and suddenly there's there's time just, travel and all these things. I have to say, you're backwards prejudice against... It's just, it's USB 5.3, I don't idiot. even know what that I, even is. I'm lost. She's from the 30s. I'm from the 30s. Yeah, but 100 years later. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All I know is that apparently you're some sort of robot, but... I, I, I'm sorry, this whole time I thought She's you were She's been kind from... of like hyperventilating a little bit at this point because this has been a <laughs> long Jesus. day. This has been a really long day. I'm so sorry. I thought you were from the 2030s. I've been hearing people talk about, oh, she's from the 30s. I, I didn't realize... You... Oh my, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Can I punch him? No, <laughs> he's nice. All right, this is getting ahead. So you want to stay, you want to survive. Do you want to stay or do you want to go home? And Travis takes a second and he says, I don't think anyone else should be stolen like we were. I I, I think we need to destroy this. And okay. Because our Napster 
is the best name I've ever given any character in any tabletop game. And he nods and he says, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people today have, they've died unnecessarily and they've all spoken with the same voice. And I think (laughs) these things are unacceptable. I think we need to bring them to a stop. Millie, and, uh, I promise you that I will get you back. I agree! I don't know how I'm going to. I, my, my normal solution is not available to me, but I promise you that I will do what I can to get you back. It's too important not to. Okay, she kind of takes a minute and kind of looks you over, takes a big breath, and then spits in her hand and sticks it out to you. She goes, <laughs> that better be a hell of a promise there. And she, like, slowly takes her hand and, like, shakes it with you and looks at it and, like, doesn't wipe it off in front of you because she's like thinks that would be super rude and she knows that she can't do that, but she definitely wants to. <laughs> Deal, I can live with that. <laughs> she kind of like puts her hand in her pocket and, and like if you or she like, definitely wipes <laughs> the her hand butt butt inside yeah. her pocket. <laughs> the most subtle butt rub, yeah. yeah. No. All right, uh, Rhea, do your thing. Rhea says, "Okay, once I pull, once I press the trigger, once I pull the trigger, once I push the trigger, once I use thumb with trigger." <laughs> You're the one who's in a hurry. Get I don't know what's happening. So I press F to trigger. We ha- we're going to have five seconds. So we're going we're gonna to have to five. Look, I didn't program this thing, idiot. What do you want from me? How how, long, how far of the range well, does okay. it have? Oh, all right. How about this? Click, and then she starts running out of the room. <laughs> run! We follow. We run after. They, all, yeah. they run out of the room, and the door closes <laughs> behind you, and you hear from the inside uh, a muffled explosion of equipment and gadgetry. Um, and Rhea says, uh, well, it's done. I guess none of us are going home now. That's our second cliffhanger. <laughs>